0: Welcome to this podcast. Welcome to another wondrous episode of Two Tired Dads. I'm Kev. And I'm Andy. And you're listening to the podcast where two very tired fathers discuss events in the world at large, the trials and tribulations of parenting, and so on and so forth, Mm. through a haze of sleep deprivation. And whiskey. And a little bit of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode six on the agenda tonight. We're going to, um, well, we'll do Dad's Drams, our usual, reviewing a, a drop of whiskey. We're going to be looking at the headlines. What caught our attention this week? Uh, school holidays have started in New Zealand, so let's talk about that wondrous time where we can all be together again as a family in the same place, or mm-hmm. in a confined space such mm. as a such as a vehicle. Also known as purgatory, Kevin. Mm. Yep. Indeed, I believe
1: lasts about as long. Which level was that of hell? It was pretty far down, I think.
0: It's a long way down. It was a long, long way down. So we're about to enter that. Mm. Before we uh, get underway, though, uh, we wanted to give a shout out to our, our Melbourne listers, Melbourne in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um the poor bastards have gone into lockdown again because they just couldn't keep their hands to themselves, could they? No, no, they they sort of started looking each other, I
1: believe. Yeah, was the main problem? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just been announced this evening, uh, that they have got another six weeks of lockdown across Melbourne. I don't quite- Is it six weeks? I think, yeah, I think I saw six weeks, which is fucking horrific. It's and, a long time. And in all seriousness, uh, we do feel very
0: sorry for you guys. Um, the good news is it's going to give you a lot of time to listen to all our, our yep. archive of episodes. Uh, back catalogue. Back catalogue. <clears throat> yep.
1: And, uh, and plenty of time to, to tweet at us. Facebook us. Do you still poke on Facebook?
0: No, I think I think they got rid of that at about 1996. Okay. Yep. Yep. All but right. no, so, I, so I don't like so don't poke us. It's almost can, to the point that it's retro cool though. So you nearly it there. may well come back. Mm. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, and, uh, obviously post on Insta, um, you know, the usual things. I'm not going to go through the bloody handles cause Kevin will haul me over the coals once again for making a bit of a hash of them. And frankly, I can't remember them at, um, at the moment. So,
0: so my, my point with this, you've got to deliver, you've got to deliver a little bit of value to really? the listener before you start sort of, you know, pimping the, the wares as it were. What sort
1: of value do you normally deliver to listeners kevin
0: well it's minimal but that's why i don't you know we can't chuck it up front we can't chuck the okay shout about us before we've sort of proven why you should shout about us do you know what i mean
1: no no not entirely not entirely no
0: no i'm a little bit lost
1: but what i'm saying is that if you're in melbourne or indeed anywhere around the world um to our nepalese listener um and our listener in stockholm if you would like to uh, let us know what's happening in your world um, via social media. That would be wonderful. We would love to uh, to hear what's going on. And um, yeah, and to Melbourne, we hope you guys stay safe. And um, on the upside, you've closed the border to New South Wales. So, you know, mm. so that's something.
0: Yeah. The Sydneyites can't get in.
1: Yep. So yeah, please do let us know what you think, what's happening in your world uh, through social media. Um, I could encourage you to follow the example of one of our listeners in Christchurch here in New Zealand, who indeed uh, sent us a message um, following up our conversation in the previous episode about Dad's Dining Club, which Kevin and I are members of. Um, for those of you who haven't listened to that episode yet, I don't know what you've been doing with your time, but basically it's it's a chance for guys to get together and uh, and have a nice dinner. Uh, once we do it once uh, every three or four months, but uh, but one of our listeners got in touch and and actually kind of offered a an improvement uh, to that arrangement. He uh, does a Dad's lunch club, and the main improvement is that it can be put down as business development expenses um, with his friends. So that was quite a useful tip i thought given something we could take uh take into account for our next planning session that is answer. quite smart at what yeah. point
0: does a hobby podcast become tax deductible well i don't know we should find out we should find out soon. we should get onto that actually we should.
1: after this we're going to log on to the uh onto the inland revenue website and uh find out how we can game the system i <laughs> maybe we should not advertise it via our podcast that that's what we're going to be doing though what do you think? Mm,
0: do you think that's the smart move? Hiding in plain sight, I think that's called. Oh, Tax right. evading in plain sight. It's always the the ones right in front of you. You never see They'll it. never see it.
1: The headlines.
0: So, what happened in the world this week? Well, one thing I learned is that uh, Twitter's absolutely filthy. Did you know that? What? Are you talking about some of our followers? I'm talking about at Naughty Wanda, who liked no. one of our tweets. I haven't seen that one. And then I thought, oh... One person's like to tweet. Yeah. Jumped on the feed. If you thought this is news. Yeah. and I thought Better nor- tell people about that. Naughty Wanda seems innocent. hmm mm-hmm. Absolute filth. Really? Yeah. Like, what sort of filth? Just, like, explicit filth. Like, and it was... going to have to have a look. C- consistent filth for a good 150 posts because I checked <laughs> all of them. What do you think attracted her
1: to our podcast? Or to our Twitter feed, at least?
0: Well, this is what I was mulling over as I scrolled mm. at length through her feed of explicit view photos.
1: At work? Not at work?
0: Uh, yeah. At work. At, 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 onto the bus. Yeah, okay. And, um... Did you come... while I was driving here. Oh, really? Yeah. At, at the red lights. <laughs> I just wanted to check I was familiar with her oeuvre. Okay. As yeah. it were. So what do you front think... Front and back.
1: Did you uh, did you come to any conclusions as to what it was about the two tired dads um, take on things which, which appealed?
0: No, I didn't. To but naughty it, I think I was just a little bit shocked because here I thought Twitter was this platform for very civil, reasonable discourse. Mm, mm. Um bon mo. It, little aphorisms. It, indeed, little Nuggets ha- of
1: wisdom. Haiku, even. Haiku, yeah. Mm. Actually, that would lend itself well to, to Twitter, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, actually, yeah. But it turns out it's actually a cesspit of um, pornography and uh, moral depravity. Uh, exactly. And then there
0: was Naughty Wander's Feet.
1: Who knew? Yeah. Who knew that about Who Twitter? Knew. Shocked. Yeah. But no, I uh, I agree with you. I was slightly taken aback at the um, at the amount of um, sexual innuendo. And indeed, not just innuendo, but content. You know, out and out content there was. Uh, associated with our Twitter feed. Not mm. us posting it, just in case our wives or indeed our, our employers are listening to it. Um, but people kind of liking a lot of um, quite risque material.
0: A risque and how so? And do we sound like a bunch of prudish Victorian gentlemen right now? Well, I
1: think we do, but I, mm. I, I confess, it, it's been a little while since I dabbled my toes in the, um, in the cesspool of social media. And... Uh, it it struck me. I think it. I think it made me realise that I am all of my forty one years old. <laughs> In what and way? I, well, I don't know. the 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 amount of time that people are kind of telling people, telling other people on Twitter that they're about to go and have sex. You know that they're they're sort of leading up to uh, the sexual the act of sexual congress. Um, what, startled like me.
0: Documenting it or something. Yeah,
1: almost, you know, what they were going to, you know, their their views on, on, on what worked and what didn't, really? recommendations to... See, Naughty Wonder was,
0: was, uh, quite, um, there weren't a lot of words in her tweets. Really? It was more a visual... It was a more
1: pictorial It was a pictorial approach.
0: representation of what she enjoyed.
1: Wouldn't that lend itself better to Instagram?
0: Well, here's, it's funny you mention that, because on Instagram, you can't even show a nipple. Can't you? No. There was the whole free the nipple movement. That's why i blocked. <laughs> that's exactly why ah, you're blocked. That explains it. Well, you can't show a female nipple, to be precise. Right. Which seems bizarre, because then you just jump on Twitter and... Yeah, and show your female nipples. And then some. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So, anyway... Um, so, that was something I learned this week.
1: Yeah, but that has also struck me. And uh, part of me sort of wonders, do we really want to be associated with that kind of content, Kevin?
0: And I, the answer to that is, we'll be associated with whatever kind of content largely gets us followers. Follow us, you'll yeah yeah. We'll do whatever really. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not <laughs> at this stage. It's was des- just pure desperation. Des- desperation. So, yeah. what else did you learn this week? Anything new that the bubonic plague is back?
1: yeah i saw yeah. that too
0: 2020 it's like oh I can't miss it he has got it's like infectious disease fomo yeah at this point it is a little bit i'm just waiting
1: for kind of scarlet fever or yeah. cholera to smallpox to go
0: hey guys oh don't forget me yeah i'm still a polio
1: yeah, I didn't. Was my even, well, I didn't even know that we we still have bubonic plague. I mean that again probably shows my my privileged position in Western society, but apparently it's still it's still out there.
0: It is. Apparently it, this was found in Mongolia, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. But there was something like in China that I mean China's obviously massively populous, but China uh, has around about 11 cases a year of bubonic plague.
1: Yeah, which um, which struck I me And apparently it's still a bit of a problem in Peru. Is it? And Madagascar. Bubonic plague. Yeah, apparently so yeah or various forms of plague I, what i what i didn't realize is that um the plague actually has various forms there is pneumonic plague
0: or new numa- presumably N- not pneumatic plague maybe mnemonic plague is that where the, the word plague spells out a whole lot of different it sort of reminds words? you of different things possibly Puss.
1: Yep.
0: <clears throat> lice yep. what would plague be a mnemonic for agony uh death gross would be would be the main thing i think no a mnemonic you have to spell out words using the letters of each of
1: okay all right
0: each of the letters in the word plague so here we go unpleasant
1: so according to the article according to the article we uh i think we both read according to the bbc cases of bubonic plague are periodically reported around the world madagascar for example saw more than 300 cases during an outbreak in 2017
0: What? Yeah. Isn't that weird, isn't it? And what, so the Mongolian one, they're saying someone ate raw marmot. I don't know what a marmot is. It's kind of like a hamster. Is it? Or a guinea pig. Right, okay. you could Uh, eat something so cute, I don't know. Well, I guess
1: if times are tough, you'll you'll eat whatever is there. But um, certainly if it's likely to
0: pass on the plague, um, you might think twice. It was like um, when the uh, COVID thing was really taking off, the murder hornets... There was an inv- did you hear about the invasion of in murder hornets? I like did. Really in the US? Yeah. Was it just confined to
1: the US or was it
0: a worldwide phenomenon? Well, I think the outbreak seemed, well, I haven't heard too much about it since, mm. but the outbreak seemed to have been confined to the US. But holy mm. shit, 2020, like. Can you please give us a break? <laughs>
1: and I think there were, there were plagues of locusts. So it was all getting a bit biblical. And then, and then, to top things off, Kanye West decided he was going to run for the Kanye presidency. For president. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet I mean, news day.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, fifth, the fifth horseman quake.
1: of the apocalypse.
0: <laughs> that's not a sign. The entire coming. <laughs> it was Yeezys. See, that's what the writer of Revelation didn't get there quite right. He said the four horsemen. They didn't mention the Yeezys. He didn't see everything, did he? No. He foresaw a lot, but
1: he didn't see Kanye West making a
0: making a play. What do you? Is he serious or because there's there has been quite a lot of on Twitter in between the filth, mm-hmm. quite a lot of serious political discourse about this in terms of the fact that he's got a tactic to come in. Pull away a whole lot of... Because he's a, apparently a Trump supporter. Yeah. Come and pull away a whole lot of Biden voters. Yeah. Drop out of the race or something or whatever it is. And then, I know, find this he's in it for Trump is what the I find it, is. it hard to believe. Now, I am far from
1: being a US political expert. I find it hard to believe too many Biden supporters going for Kanye West. Don't you think? Yeah, it's probably... It seems a little... Oh, no, a bit of a long bow to draw.
0: I don't know. I think you'd be surprised. Hey, eh? Liberals... Do you think it, he, liberal... might be, he might be
1: appealing to the African American community? Biden or trying to no Kanye.
0: Kanye, I mean Biden certainly is. Well, you assume he'd have a bit of sway. Yeah, yeah, but you know the biggest audience for hip hop is college-aged white males. Yeah,
1: whether so... they whether they will take Kanye West's run for presidency uh, too seriously is another question. But uh, the thing is, you've been a celebrity thought, these days. Who man? would have thought Donald Trump would be president? Exactly. So,
0: yeah, I don't know who would you rather have, Trump or Kanye. At this point probably can't you? Yeah. At least you should know, the inauguration <laughs> would be banging. <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be. And fact, it can't get much worse, frankly, can it? No. Yeah. The policy I'd like to see his I'd like to
1: see his platform, what he stands for from a policy point of view. His posi- his position on um quantitative easing, for example. Mm. Quantitative easing. Oh, oh! Very good. Oh! You could you could be his comms co- director. Maybe a could be too PR. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. I'd actually, to be honest, I don't think Kanye West needs too much help with PR. <laughs> <VR. laughs> he's he's a little bit backwards and coming forward, he? <laughs> He's a little <laughs> he's bit. He's shy quite, and retiring. This is the thing about Kanye. This is why it will never take off. You never quite know what he's getting at. He's yeah. sort of, you know... Um, I, I, I'm wondering if he's
0: a new single out or a new album about to come out and it's that classic I wouldn't be
1: probably. I wouldn't yeah. be entirely surprised, no. Mm, but, that'd um, be the obvious thing anyway. But yeah, so what with Kanye, bubonic plague, murder hornets, uh, and obviously uh, a
0: minor pandemic. Um, and, and Twitter filth, it's been... 2020 has been quite the year so far. Mm. And that, Well, that was just this week. <laughs> that was just this week. Oh, God knows what we're getting next week. Well, next week, we have school holidays. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Before we get into that, though, I'm going to need a stiff drink. Dad's drowned.
1: Dad, 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 dad's drowned. Dad's drowned. Dad, 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 dad's Drams. All right, Dad's Drams, this week is uh, brought to you by the Laphroaig 10-year-old. Kevin, this I is I believe act- uh, it's, it's, it's pronounced Laphroaig. Laphroaig. <laughs> well, you are Irish, so you would know, wouldn't I, you? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that's this pronounced Laphroaig. Laphroaig, okay. Uh, the Laphroaig 10-year-old. Um,
0: <laughs> and Kevin... <laughs> This is actually <laughs> the distiller at Lefroy is okay. just tearing Oh my god!
1: Yeah, because of
0: course he's listening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd be shocked if he's not. Uh, Kevin, this is actually your whiskey for once you've ponied up and um, and supplied the uh, the dram for for the dads tonight. Yes. Sir. What 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 possessed you?
0: Uh, I honestly
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you even left it here. Yeah, at at my did. place, from from the last uh, pod recording, you you left it, and 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 what I can only assume was uh, was a massive vindication of your belief in my innocence and and um, and upstanding place in society. You, you, exactly you, what it you was. You knew that I wouldn't even dream of drinking it.
0: It was it was you. a test. You know that famous experiment where they put the kids in a room, mm-hmm. put a marshmallow in front of them, yep, and see if the yep. ones who eat it. Or well, the ones who are prepared to wait, because if they wait, they get two marshmallows. Yeah. It was, that was it, basically.
1: Well, if you'd left marshmallows, they definitely would have oh, been be gone good. by the time
0: <laughs> you arrived. But, yeah. but I left a, a whiskey with a, a good a sort of peaty hit to it. My God, does it ever. So um, the first. Uh, it's a classic, they look for it. It's a classic. It is We're going with a su- classic because this was in the cellar. And it is such good dram. It it's it's, such it's good nice, ram. actually, isn't it? But, if you're, I think if you're trying to get into the, the peaty ones, this is a really good entry. It's a nice segue from some of the more mellow mm. uh, whiskies into something a little bit more peaty.
1: Yeah, this is certainly uh, a bit heavier than the um, the Aberlour twelve year old that target. we tried mm. um, previously. Uh, this is is really going to kind of knock you back a little bit if you're getting into whisky for the first time. This is an Isla whisky, so um, an island off the west coast of Scotland and known for the the really heavy smoky kind of. Quite powerful um, hit um, on the uh, what, what do we th- how would you describe that color sort of just a standard gold standard, whiskey
0: color I'd, I'd call that uh, a kind of yeah camel straw golden like a burnt, Ca- a burnt camel. camel burnt camel hair
1: burnt camel hair
0: yeah that kind of color if you burnt well, it wasn't camel the first hair. thing that came to mind but yeah yes but I, I've
1: well to be honest I've never seen a burnt camel hair is that from your
0: time in in Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> was it was when whipping. I was recovering from playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right.
1: Um, so, yeah, so so it's it's a lovely kind of golden colour.
0: Um, kind of big muscular notes of peat.
1: Yeah, and smoke, mm. really. The, you sort of, whenever whenever I, I drink the Lefroig or one of those Isle whiskeys, I always kind of think of sitting on a beach around a bonfire. Yeah. or well, maybe not even a beach, but around a bonfire, some sort of fire, you know. Is that, because of,
0: is that because of the smoke? Because that's yes. not, it's not a link. I would... <laughs> no, it's pretty it's subtle. Very, not everybody very subtle would get nuanced that. Link.
1: No, but I guess what I mean is that I would enjoy this around the fire, ideally a leather couch, mm. possibly a leather couch with you know those couches you get with the little buttons kind of poked into them. Mm. Anyway, yep. am I going off on a bit of a tangent? No, here?
0: no. I guess it's, you're basically describing a gentleman's club. Yep. Yep. Or a library. Maybe that's where the Twitter feed's coming from. Maybe. Yeah. Does Naughty Wanda make an appearance in this scenario? She does, actually. <laughs> I'll go on to that later. There's, um, a, there's a slight sweetness, there's a hint of sweetness to the on the nose.
1: Yeah. It's certainly not what was the what was the one that um you tried, the Cory Verican?
0: Oh, the Coryverkin. Well that's a law unto itself, the Coryverkin. Yeah,
1: so it's not as heavy as no, that, but even. it's well, um because
0: that's a spicy, very medicinal one. I don't feel I feel like this is really quite mellow and mm. slightly sweet but with an earthy undertone. Mm.
1: Should we uh, should we taste? Mm, let's do mm. it. Mm. There's a lovely warmth mm. I'm getting. Okie. Yeah, and and certainly the the, the peat is coming through. It's quite a, but it's, 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 hmm. it's sort of mellow. It's not like it's kind of hitting the back of my throat and, and making me gasp for, there's, for there's breath. There's
0: a slightly medicinal edge taking me. I want to say slightly, but not not much.
1: No, 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 it's um, it's it's probably one of those acquired tastes. Like I don't know. I'm certainly no whiskey esper- expert, but I imagine that there are people who really like the the Glenlivets, you know, from the East Coast, very very smooth whiskies, and then there are the ones like me. I consider myself a bit of a, a, a peat fiend. Are you? Are you a fan of the peat? I whiskey? do. I do like the strong ones, and this is certainly not the strongest kind of peaty, smoky um, whiskey you can you can have. But this is kind of like an, as you say, a nice sort of entry into into that
0: kind of world of the Islas mm. and the Duras and the the, the and those. Did kinds I of tell whiskeys. you about my induction into peat peaty whiskies? No, no. So I was on the Isle of Skye, actually, really, in, in two thousand and one. You're mm-hmm. not making this up. No, no. This is 100% true with a friend of mine. We just yep. left New Zealand to do the OE. Yep. And we were backpacking around Scotland. We ended up on the Isle of Skye. And the Talisker Breweries on the Isle. of Talisker Brewery. <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh Christ. Jesus Christ. Our, Scot- um, I'm ex- Our Scottish, Scottish literature. Yeah. Mm. The Lafroy just got up and walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> 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 Which is quite, a, quite an achievement when you're contained in a glass. <laughs> right. And you have no legs. <laughs> the Talisker Distillery. Yep. Is on the Isle of Skye, and so we ended up at the tip of Skye, which is a stunning place, and there was this one hostel. There's basically in this tiny little settlement. there was a hostel, mm. there was a shop, and there was a pub. Yeah. All you need, really. Yeah, and a handful of cottages, which I think belonged to some fishermen. And so we, we checked into this hostel, and then the only place to go at that point was the pub. Mm-hmm. So we went to the pub, and they basically had Talisker on tap. That was it. Yeah. And then we ended up drinking with some of these fishermen and playing darts with these fishermen, just getting knocked back on Talisker. They tell you any old sea shanties? Oh, many a sea shanty. Many a long tail. Many a long tail. Long Yorkshire, Yorkshire farmers. Is. Is, York, is that a Yorkshire farmer accent or a pirate accent? I don't know. Mm. But you're in Scotland. Except That's so... why I was questioning the accent. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So, getting, you know, lubricated on Talisker. And mm. I, I still remember the first. Taste of it mm. when the smell of peat hit your nose sort of two minutes before you <coughs> <laughs> hits your mouth and you're just like, Am I about to have a chunk of soil? And yeah. It's like, yeah. And then anyway, we got quite blasted and left the pub at three o'clock in the morning and it was light because it was the northern yeah. summer and it's very northern. Went to a fisherman's cottage where he made some cheese on toast. Really? And then yeah, and then staggered back to the hostel. Just the guy
1: you met in the pub.
0: Just a yeah. Was he trying to have his way with you? Well, I don't look. We woke up on his couch. I don't know how my clothes had come off. (laughs) (laughs) No telescope. (laughs) telescope. No, no. He was. I can't remember his name at all. But uh, it was. It was great fun. So, Sky quite a um,
1: remote sort of island. It's still fairly underdeveloped and kind of wild
0: and Scottish. Uh, Parts of it, yeah. I mean, there's a main settlement which I think from memory is called Portree. I think that's the main bit where a young lady offered my friend a a blowjob behind the town hall while we were waiting for the bus. So it's what did he do? uh, I honestly couldn't tell you or remember Mm. at that point. Lost in the mists of time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which was you know a kind of a. I think I don't. While you were waiting for the bus. Yeah, so we were waiting to get the bus. Quite and the pragmatic, project,
1: isn't it? There are practical people up in, up in the <laughs> he sky. Looks,
0: he's a tourist. He looks a bit bored. <laughs> oh, help him out. Welcome to sky. <laughs> Leave a review. <laughs> a trip advisor. <laughs> it was yeah. a Naughty Wonder by any chance. <laughs> it might, might have been Naughty <laughs> Wonder yeah, back in okay. 2001. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my introduction. Was, yeah. But I wouldn't recommend Telescope for a big night and the petty, petty ones. No. Anyway. What, what, was the, what was the hangover like? Uh, well, I was young, I don't think there yeah, was you one didn't, You didn't really get one No, yeah. oh, the cheese on toast sort of did the trick Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we've gone on to the masterofmalt.com uh, website to, to have a look at the um, the tasting notes uh, So on the nose, this opens on big, smoky, muscular peat notes I'd agree with that There are spices and licorice As well as a big dose of salt Not really getting the salt so no, much No, not getting the salt um, But anyway this whiskey has become slightly sweeter in recent years and it appears beautifully on the nose amidst the classic iodine, you said iodine, sticking plasters, well, I say slightly medicinal. and cool wood smoke we love. Here's a question for you before I go on, mm. sticking plasters, do you think the whiskey fraternity needs to come up with a better adjective or better comparison than sticking
0: plasters? Also,
1: but- I don't know what a sticking plaster is supposed to taste like or smell like.
0: Well, that because they use that to describe the Reckon as well. Yeah, I've it seen it. I've seen it crop up. It. Tarmac was the description of I that. I mean, one.
1: what am I supposed to take from that?
0: I guess it's yeah. It's is I it don't, a it t-
1: test of your manliness or your 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 masochistic tendencies that you like to drink some sticking plasters?
0: It's a curious one, eh? It's like, why would I go out of my way to create something that smells and tastes like sticking, sticking plasters? plasters? And are they fresh sticking plasters or used?
1: Yeah, and are they, you know, uh, waterproof? Are they the ones that you fish up from the bottom of the local swimming pool? <laughs> or that wash up in the little, the little you know, overflow mm. area? Yeah. Are you getting any of that in the, in the Laphroa? No, general? I'm feeling
0: a little bit queasy, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so, no, I'm not getting any of that, no. Okay,
1: so moving on. Uh, the palette seaweed lead. Really? Is it lead with, leading with the seaweed? No, I didn't get the seaweed. No, neither. With a hint of vanilla ice cream, you did say something a little bit sweet about it. Mm. The sweetness, I definitely did. And, get- you, and mm. the oak—that'll be—that'll be a little bit of the oak coming through the. Vanilla and obviously is. the smoke, but yeah, the rest. Yeah. Of- oh, and I- more than a whiff of notes from the first aid box. Here we go again. TCP plasters, etc. What is it with oh,
0: first so aid? PD whiskies and first aid and plasters mm. sounds kind of revolting.
1: The oak is big, sure is, and muscles its way into the fore as you hold this whiskey over your tongue. An upsurge of spices develop: cardamom, ba- uh, black pepper, and chili. I am
0: getting that. I do get the um, the spiciness on the uh, yeah, the yeah, tongue. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no,
1: I'd agree with that. And finish big and drying as the savoury tarry notes build up with an iodine complexity. Again, I don't, I don't really I've know never, what this iodine. I've never means. drunk iodine, so I don't know how to. I no, I wouldn't. I think it's you're kind not of supposed to. Are you? I don't. I wouldn't have thought so. Not unless it's pretty heavily diluted. It
0: feels like a lot of these distillers are just going through the cabinet at a hospital and sniffing and licking everything they can. Getting a
1: little bit of penicillin. Mm.
0: Getting a hint of a cotton swab. Possibly a note of Prozac. Mm. Mm, This is a little, this is a a Bunsen burner. Yep, yep. Pus, pus Mm. and seepage. (laughs) Mm, Catheter and colostomy bag. I mean, do you think, mate, cause... With a note
1: of, of mucus. There you go, listeners, the Lefroig 10-year-old.
0: So, school holidays have begun in New Zealand. Yep. Uh, this is the first week. We have two weeks of them. Yep. Um, there are different ways you can view the school holidays, I guess, aren't you? There is, there's the the time to spend with the kids, and you go away and you do your thing, and you, you know, you compete for activities and accommodation with every other fucking family in the country at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonderful. One way of looking at it. Yep. Or uh, you put them into some kind of school holiday program and you continue to work and you outsource juggle, your parenting. outsource your parenting and, yep. and try and juggle some ridiculous schedule and accommodate mm-hmm. their needs until the school's open again. Mm-hmm. So, no, so it's a wonderful time. Your thoughts, Andrew? Uh, yeah, well, this time we are, we're sort of combining the two, actually. So,
1: as you said, two weeks, the first week we are taking the, uh, the, heavy air quotes being used here, the quality family time approach and going away for a few days. And then uh, next week we're going to be, um, yeah, shoving them into sort of a combination of school holiday programs and playdates and getting the grandparents involved and, um, and, and just trying to cobble together an arrangement. But... Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a weird one because it feels like this term, it maybe it's my imagination, it feels like this term's been shortened anyway by mm. lockdown. We it's had felt a, very short. Yeah, it felt really, really short. Um, except that I think the kids were also sort of quite tired and, and probably need a bit of a break and need a, a kind of a release from the, you know, the school routine, blessed them they only spend, you know,
0: a few hours every day <laughs> yeah. doing it. Uh, Do you think so, really? Do you think they needed a break?
1: Yeah, well, our, our kids, uh, I think their teachers were telling us that they sort of, you know, feel a little bit tired. And I think the sort of the return to the school routine after the lockdown was a little bit weird.
0: It's been very disruptive. For it's them, been really be disrupted. Yeah. yeah. So
1: um, so we're, we're, as I say, we're going to go away tomorrow, in fact, to um, a small town in the North Island. Well, sort of smallish city, really. They might object to They might. Town. They might. Uh, a place called New Plymouth. Yeah. Um, which uh, is a bit of a punt in the dart. We've never been there before. And I think it was really just a change of scene just to get out of the house. But it does involve like a good four and a half hour car ride mm. tomorrow, which I'm not entirely looking forward so to. So how are
0: you planning for the car trip? What's the, what's the strategy for keeping the kids happy and occupied?
1: Oh, just give them whatever they
0: want, basically. Screens, iPads. Uh,
1: we don't really have iPads to give them, but there'll be we we, we have uh, Rubik's cubes, we, <laughs> um, Latin grammar texts, yeah, some poetry Books perhaps. Of, yes, Spanish poetry. Um, we have Spotify playlists, and so we you know we can while away oh, maybe an hour sort of alternating between their various playlists. It usually ends in tears, obviously, mm. as most things do. Um, plenty so that's of, your first half hour. It's so <laughs> yeah. just getting out of Wellington. Mm. Um, uh, plenty of stops at various playgrounds, and then I don't know, after a while, actually they've got better as they've got older over the last year or so, we can sort of take them on longer car trips. And I think they sort of just resign themselves to the fact that it's going to be boring and um, we'll probably spend a lot of time yelling at them.
0: So four and a half hours driving time, that's going to be at least six to seven hours travel time, right? Yeah. With stops? With stops, so yeah. It's, it's a big day. It's a long day. A What's long your day. memory of, uh, I guess, well, the, the long car trip and the school holidays? for Because we're in our, uh, unlike uh, European or Northern Hemisphere listeners, rather... We're in winter here, mm-hmm. and so it's the winter holidays. So a lot of people go skiing, but it's, it's been pretty screwed up because of uh, COVID and Basically, all
1: our skiing staff in New Zealand um, come from overseas, and so none of them are allowed in at the moment. So mm. we're basically just making do yeah. <laughs> with
0: our so own. So sadly, the, the bourgeois middle class can't get up the mountain in their Peugeots <laughs> this winter. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. It's yeah. Pretty tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, my memory of those
1: long car trips, I actually, I have quite clear memories of those long car trips as a kid. We used to go to sort of a, a popular holiday spot in the middle of um, the North Island, Lake Taupo. Um, big fuck-off lake. Hmm. Big lake. Re- used to be a volcano biggest back in the in, day. Uh,
0: biggest in the southern hemisphere? Or one really? Of the, one of the biggest in the oh, world. Didn't...
1: Shit. Really? Yeah. I do not know that. It used to be a volcano. Well, the eruption big that eruption. created
0: it was one of the biggest of all time.
1: I, I can believe that. Um, and that was a good... Well, I think it's about four and a half, five hour drive, but yeah, it used to take most of the day. And I remember, the reason I remember that is because we had a tape, uh, slightly geekily, of an Andrew Lloyd Wepper production of The Hunting of the Snark, which is one of his lesser known works. Mm. And I don't know how we got hold of this tape, but we used to listen to it literally nonstop. We had For a good six hours. You had cats.
0: Yeah. We were too populist for Hunting of the Snark. Yeah, I think yeah, that was the B We were side. a bit more exclusive. You were. Um, you but got it was, into a sort of bootlegs. Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. <laughs> um, but it was funny how it passed the time. And, and to this day, I can still probably sing most of the songs off that tape because literally we would just listen to one side, mm. pull it out, turn it over. That's what you had to do back in the, in the 80s. Listen to the next side, pull it out, turn it over, listen to the first side again, ad nauseum.
0: Lay Miz was the other one when we were driving, the Lay Miz soundtrack.
1: Phantom the Opera
0: as well. Yeah, I don't, and Phantom.
1: Yeah, and funnily enough, our son is learning piano at the moment, and you know, in between "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" and "Mary Had a Little Lamb," he's um, got into uh, the music of the night. Fantastic. Yeah, and he, and also we've got a little sound effect on our on our piano here, um, church organ. So mm. he actually does quite a good Phantom impression when he plays Phantom the Opera using that sound effect.
0: And see, I think it was the mask also helps. That was. <laughs> that was the bubonic plague though to be fair yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: the scarring yeah
0: the uh the the early exposure to you know copious amounts of musicals has obviously made us into the raw wild archetypal uh, yeah. men that we are today yeah,
1: it really was nothing like um show tunes to to show off your your testosterone count
0: if anyone wants to get in a fight with us they're gonna have to get through the jazz hands first
1: that's right. I do remember those trips. We used to go to the to the lake and uh, stay in holiday camps. So I don't know what it's like overseas, but here in New Zealand, you know, it's almost sort of a a, a kind of a throwback to the nineteen fifties. These you know campsites where you know tents or camp I think, vans I think or they cabins. Have those overseas, and and I remember going to these holiday camps, and you'd basically spend all your time hanging out with the other kids in the camp, mm. and sort of just kind of roaming. Like wild packs of animals, as you were um, terrorising. That, that was the
0: idea for the parents, obviously. That was the idea. Well, they were drinking.
1: They were drinking. They weren't paying too much attention as we roamed like wild animals. But I remember it sort of being quite a liberating experience. Like holidays, summer holidays in particular, were kind of this escape from you know the usual course of affairs and usual, hmm. usual run of things. Whereas these days, it's like we can't go on holiday without booking a. Booking a full-on house, you know, Airbnb or mm. you know various offshoots. It's, well, you, it's...
0: you could go to a campground there, couldn't you?
1: So we are for for this for this trip we've really? got coming up, and that's must be the first time I've stayed in one of those. Are you for a long time? No, no. Well, I don't think Putting so. Putting no. over a tent? No, I think there's going to be bunks. Well, we're in the cabin. Oh, you're in a. Cabin. So yeah, so it's going to be one of those bunks, and it's going to be interesting because the last holiday we went on was uh, over Christmas, and we stayed in a book a batch, mm. or you know, a an Airbnb. A bench.
0: Um, uh, for non-New Zealand listeners, is what we call a, I don't know, a holiday, a holiday home, home, small holiday, holiday home. home, often yeah. by the beach side. Yeah. And we
1: stayed in, in one of these things, and um, and although we uh, it was a sort of a cut above your your holiday camp, um, we actually lived to regret it because not only did we have bed bugs and get uh, infested with those, we had a little rat's nest in the barbecue outside, and mm. every single door in the house fell off during the course of our stay. Wow! So we did not give a very good review. And we decided the holiday camp cabin was probably the way to go. Would would be a step up yeah. from from bed Sounds bugs. Like it. Yeah. Oh actually the uh, also the other thing that happened the very first day of that holiday, I went out into the sea and I think I got stung by a jellyfish. Did
0: you so all in all that was a successful it holiday? So,
1: you know, Mark won that up uh mark that one up to experience.
0: Do you remember the, the long roadies though you'd invent all these sort of games to play in the car? Like we used to play car cricket. Do you remember oh, car cricket no, where did that one go? I guess if you are and again for over, if Think of it as like car baseball, so a certain car, a color would be like either a run, or you'd be out. And so, if so, say uh, a blue car went past, there's one run. A yellow car, two runs. Oh, there's a white car, you're out. And that was. I never played that. Did you not? I never heard of that. No. Yeah, that was quite a good way to pass the time. No, we Mm. never, we never had any elaborate games like that.
1: I think the most sophisticated game we had was horse, and the way that game. You it's go pay. past a field and you go, horse. horse. That's pretty much it. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. Obviously, if there are two horses, you say, horse, horse.
0: What, why is the plural of horse, horses and not hees? Just as a diversion. It's a, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Is it too close to geese? Well, no, it's a completely different word. Yeah. I feel like it. Well, and why is it fish and not fishes? Or Fish. Or the fish.
0: Well, the Aussies would say the fish. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I don't have answers to that, Kevin.
0: No, sorry. I just wanted to. It was just on, just on my mind. Yeah. No, we didn't really uh, play any
1: elaborate games like the the Heath game. Well, mm. the heist game was the most elaborate we played. We were we were simple. It was it was a simpler time.
0: Well, what I, what I do remember though eh, is when you could drive. You didn't have to be. You didn't have to have your kids locked into some space age capsule. You know, bound within an inch of their lives mm-hmm. by. And numerous seatbelts. So remember, mm. you had a bench seat in the front? Yep. In front of the car, the old... Was That's old if you were allowed inside the car and you weren't focus.
1: hanging on the back.
0: Yeah. Well, we had an old station wagon, right, when I was younger, and we'd come home on the long drives home, and my parents had put down mattresses in the boot. Really? And put us down to sleep. Shut Yeah. So we'd lie up flat. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Traveling luxury. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can't do that now. You'd be arrested. You would certainly not be allowed to do that these yeah. days
1: well actually it reminds me of a story uh my mum told she grew up on a uh on a farm in north queensland in in australia and she's got two younger brothers and her dad used to kind of drive them around the farm and around the local roads on the back of this big uh, flatbed truck and it sort of had nice. it had a had a you know a, a bit out the back with no kind of railings and the three of them used to kind of hang on or sort of just ride you know as, um, peering over the cab, and one day he took a corner a little too fast, and their youngest uh, brother, uh, my uncle John, who was about five at the time, just kind of slid straight off the side of the truck onto the side of the road. And uh, my grandfather, who was driving, just kind of kept driving until they got home. And he got out of the cab and said, "Where's John?" And I said, "Oh, he fell off the truck about <laughs> two miles ago." <laughs> 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 and and I and I think the grand granddad said why didn't you tell me? And he said, oh, we thought you'd be angry with
0: us. <laughs> so those were the days. Was John all right? I don't know. Any it's always long, been a bit slow. Any long lasting been, repercussions? Well, yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know. We don't talk about it. Yeah. But, um, so, there mm. you go. That's how it used to be. Simpler character times. Building.
0: Sim- <laughs> character building. Simpler character building. That's <laughs> right. We'll make a man of you yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simpler times. But the other thing too, of course, is when school holidays were, uh, I mean, we had a parent at home. Like school yeah, holiday right. programs, at least in my mind it wasn't even a thing. Yeah. You know, because usually it was only one parent working back in the eighties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then when you're at that high school, you can look after yourself during the holidays. But I don't remember ever going on it, being put into a holiday program, which is what you got to do now because there's, yeah. you know, how else are the kids going to fend for themselves? Yeah. What was the, what was the best, can you remember
1: a, a, a particularly kind of amazing holiday as a kid? Or do they all sort of blur into one?
0: Oh no, just, no, a couple of standouts. I mean, we went to Disneyland one, year. Really? Yeah, to America. Yeah. Yeah, that's always going to stand out. Yeah, a few trips, sort of skiing. and I remember we're going to, uh, what was it called? It was up in Auckland. We went to Auckland once, which was quite a big deal at the time. The Big Smoke? The Big Smoke. No, what about you? Anything notable? Oh, there was, yeah, we went to Australia too, actually yeah well Anything we used like to that was a big deal
1: we used to go to to australia to um you know to the ancestral farm uh and that was kind of memorable get thrown off the back of the truck get thrown off the back of the truck well it was memorable because basically as as our listeners may uh know pretty much everything in australia will try and kill you at some point everything's poisonous yep. everything's carnivorous yeah. Um so if you ever made it back from Australia alive you'd consider that a pretty successful holiday. Mm. You know there are um particularly in Queensland, Queensland's a particularly nasty uh place in Australia as far as the local fauna goes. Mm. You know, it's it you know you've got taipan snakes which you know like most snakes you, you kind of you hear if they if they hear you they'll sort of escape they're more mm. scared of you than you are of them. It's like fucking bullshit as far as right. I'm concerned. So
0: you're not taking the kids to North Queensland for a holiday No, well I
1: don't think our wife I can take them But my wife certainly won't be coming I think <laughs> she's told me No one <laughs> There were crocodiles in a creek Down the back of the, the farm Really? Yeah, just swimming about We used to go out In, in these blown up kind of tractor tyres Make rafts out of them Looking back I think God, how did I survive all that? Really? There were shark yeah. nets at the local beach To keep the sharks away you know, massive holes in the nets, and obviously <laughs> they didn't keep out the blue bottle. You know, no octopuses and uh, box jellyfish and all the rest of it. So yeah, it was a it was a death trap, really. It's and
0: sim- in fact, times.
1: thinking back on it, I wonder why we went so often to Queensland and why my parents never went into the water.
0: Mm. Mm. They sort of,
1: they would kind of send us out and and keep us out there with long sticks, kind of push us back in.
0: Go swim, swim, swim for the nets. I
1: might have to have a conversation about them about mm. this with them.
0: Did they drop kind of drop you out deep and get you to check on the nets? I do remember the them. Nets I do
1: remember some them pushing out uh, us out of the side of a boat and then pouring a whole pile of blood and um, fish guts into the water.
0: Mm, I wonder why that was.
1: I don't know. It always struck me as a bit strange at the time. Yeah. But um,
0: maybe they maybe it slipped. The bucket slipped. Well, that's what they told us. Right? Yeah. 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 But
1: thinking back on it, it doesn't make a lot of sense now. Mm.
0: Yeah. So you're going to take your kids there any time soon? Probably. So that's all from us, I think, Andy, this week. I think so,
1: Kevin. We've covered a lot of ground. Uh, a lot of ground. A lot of ground. We um, Like a long school holiday drive, we've <laughs> covered a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah, and we've had a little bit of fun along the way. We've, we've played um, the, the oral version of Horse. Hmm. And it's been wonderful to play with you, Kevin. Thank you, Andrew. It has. Yeah.
0: Uh, a reminder that uh, the whiskey we spoke about this week was the Laphroaig 10-year-old. Otherwise
1: known as the Laphroaig 10-year-old, I believe. <laughs> for the, I'm
0: not Irish. I'm not for Gaelic. I, the, I for could, the heathens. For the heathens
1: out there. Mm-hmm. If you are enjoying the podcast, uh, we're glad. Not to say slightly surprised, but you know, we're, we're, we're pleased and it would be wonderful if uh, you want to share it with your friends and obviously leave five star reviews,
0: rate and review
1: on podcasts and follow us on all the sh- social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Mm
0: course go follow Naughty Wanda yep on Twitter goes without saying
1: yeah she needs a, f- uh, a few more followers mm. uh, we're doing our best and you may even um, come across some of our pearls of wisdom uh, in the course of, uh, of your, your dive into the cesspool that is <laughs> <The> cesspool. Twitter
0: what is <laughs> social media so enjoy yourself and until next time
1: have a great week everybody
0: bye bye